And good morning on SoundCloud and our um, podcast. We're a podcast at Word of the Ranch and SoundCloud. Thanks for tuning in. I have a little demonstration here. Clarissa left her baby Bible up here. <laughs> Look at just the size difference real fast. <laughs> this is this is mine. <laughs> this is her. <laughs> and my Bible swallowed up. <laughs> we have a little Bible. That's easy, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> your faith is great. See, a worn-out Bible is a sign of a put-together life. There you go. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm catching up to Clarissa with my Ten Commandments, Douglas. <laughs> so heavy. I still can't get over it. I just leave it in the bag all week, too. I don't want to carry it around. So heavy. I have a littler Bible. Good morning. Happy Sunday, everybody. Thanks for gathering your faith together. Good morning, Dorothy. Thanks for coming out. We love you. Bless you guys. I had a couple directions I wanted to go, and <laughs> looks like the anointing on the service is, is one of love, so we're going to go in that direction. Can't go wrong with the love of God. Amen. Praise God forever. Amen forever. What a sweet presence. Amen. God's so good. If you just need healing, if you need anything, you take it during this service and release your faith as we release our faith with you. In Jesus' precious name. Father, we thank you for this service. We thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. I thank you for a fresh word in season. I thank you for this love refresher message that the body of Christ needs at least once a month. So thank you for doing this. We give you all the praises for it, for words of life, win, words in red or victory. Thank you, Lord, for our Bibles, our holy Bibles, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving this earth. And we give you all the praises for writing it through men of old and giving it to us, moved by the Holy Ghost, the author and the finisher of our faith and the author of the word of the living God. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this service. Open the word up to us today. Afresh, give us eyes to see and ears to hear what you're speaking clear, clear, clearly to each one of us today. And we thank you for doing it. We lift up this land. We lift up our area in Jesus' precious name. We lift up Orange County. We come against all drug abuse, all drug addiction in Jesus' precious name. We bind that foul spirit from this land in the precious name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for a perfect covering. That's where you planted us, right here, right now. We thank you for that covering that's erected here in this place. That this place will be known as a lighthouse in Orange County. And I thank you, Lord, for drawing those in and keeping them in. And that we can just feed them and love on them and lavish them. And we just bless them today. And this morning, wherever they are listening to this message. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Amen, amen. You all got your shopping clothes on today. Praise God forever. Hello, hello. You all look so good. Amen. Say, I'm his beloved. I'm looking better and better each day. Say, my youth is renewed like the eagles. There's nothing I can't do. Say it with me. I will run and never grow weary. I will walk and never grow faint. The Lord is my eternal strength. Amen. Praise God forever. So let's go into uh, love. Amen. What's the quintessential book on love? Everyone know that? Oh, that's got it. All right. Winner, winner. I got twenty dollars. <laughs> First Corinthians thirteen. Yeah, they say this what every almost every wedding, but in the amplified is good. Does anyone have the amplified uh, or on their phone that I could read from real fast? I love it in the amplified translation. First Corinthians in the amplified. If anyone has that up on their phone, just hand it to me now, please. Don't leave me stranded. Don't leave me hanging. The Lord is my strength. He'll never leave me or forsake me. First Corinthians 13, the Amplified, anyone got it? Yes. No? I'll take it. I have Amplified in the Bible. I'll take it. I'll take the hard copy. That's even better. Amen. 
They say Amplified was written by women because it has more words, but I don't believe that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we like it. <laughs> Amen. 1 Corinthians 13. Help me find it. New Bible's like a new golf club. It takes a little bit <laughs> to get in. Also, you have the King James and the Amplified. Ooh, I like this. Nice. Right back to back. All right, 1 Corinthians 13 in the Amplified says this. If I speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for us and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, and understand all the secret truths and mysteries, and possess all knowledge. And if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned, or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me and working through me, I gain nothing. So works without love are dead, he says. It's got to be birthed in love to be effective. And you get rewarded for that. <laughs> love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious, nor boils over with jealousy. Is not boastful or vainglorious. Does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. First comes pride, then the fall. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It's completely contradictory to the flesh. The flesh is self-seeking. The agape love in you now is not. It's other-seeking. Amen? It's anti-self. It's selfless. It is not touchy. That's a good one to get in all bodies. <laughs> the love of God in me is not touchy, even though my flesh may be, ah, stop touching me! You know, our kids say, stop touching me! <laughs> it may be touchy. The love of God in us is not touchy. It can endure anything. It's not fretful. It doesn't fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Paul said, this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind. That's love working in us. And press forward to the high prize of God. Amen. Love forgets. Love doesn't remember a wrong. It forgets. And you got to maybe get in there. You do. You got to get in there and work it. And work the word in you. And get into your forgiveness and love commandment. And just saw things out in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So that you can be a clean vessel again. Pure vessel. Uncontaminated from any doubt or bitterness. Or wrath or malice or anger or strife. You got to get in there and work those things out of you. I just pray, I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I forgive them. I love them. I cover them in the blood of Jesus. I'll send them a love offering. Amen. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. So love don't keep a, a filing cabinet of all your hurts and transgressions and people coming at you and all the offenses. Offenses are going to come. It's an offended world. Until they're saved and born again and have the love of God in them. I don't expect anything from anyone. Amen. But God should expect something from us, his beloved, who the love of God is shed abroad into, amen, through the Holy Ghost. 
So he's looking to us to spread the love. Amen? God's looking to you to spread the love on earth. It's not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Again, your focus is gasoline in the, holy, in the spiritual realm. Whatever you focus on will ignite and grow and grow. Amen. Yes. So if you focus on the past, you're going to live in the past, in the future. Yes. If you focus ahead, you focus on the word of God and the agape love in you, greater is he who is in me than he that's in the world. The love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. The love of God constrains me. When I want to strangle one of my children, the love of God constrains me. And I feed him ice cream instead. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. <laughs> love you. Perfect timing. It constrains you, amen? You want to lash out in wrath or in anger or in strife? The love of God is right there in your... Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Shh. Be still. Know that I am God. Know that I am love himself. Wait on me. Stay in your love lane. Keep running the race in love. If you endure in love, the Bible promises you, you shall be saved. Amen forever. Till the end. So it pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Just say it with me. I forgive. I I'm getting really good at forgiving. Yeah, really good at Just, forgiving. Like Just like my father. In whose image I was created. I'm just like him. He loves unconditionally. And so do I. Without restraint. I'm a lover. Just like he is. Amen. Praise God forever. That's one of the best confessions we could possibly make. Because God is love himself. The Bible says God is three things. Light, life, and love. He is love himself. He's light himself. He's, he's life himself. Amen. All three things are only found in him. Because that's who he is. And he can't change himself. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. The love of God's in you and me. We can love unconditionally. Praise God. Verse 6 says, It does not rejoice at injustice. We hate injustice, don't we? That's a holy hatred. Amen. That's righteousness in you. Right judgment. He's the ultimate judge. We're little judges. Amen. We should, we should be sitting in every judge seat on earth. Amen. Christians. Because we know how to judge rightly with the word of truth. Amen. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Don't we? Hey, we win. Read the back of the book. We win. We rejoice when right and truth prevail. I get all these updates against the vaccine and everything from this team of lawyers here in California. They do a great job. Uh, choice, choice advocacy. Voice of choice advocacy. And then we just get win after win after win. It's amazing how much we're marching on into victory. Amen. But I just, every time I get a praise report, an email, I just rejoice. Amen. That injustice is now squelched again and we're reigning over in victory. Amen. So let's just not lose sight of the prize, but just keep on going and keep on advancing forward. Amen. If you don't stay down, you win. Amen. The devil may try to knock us down, but Proverbs says, Micah says, though a righteous man fall, he shall arise seven times. Amen. I don't care if I get knocked down. As long as I get back up, I'm on the right path. Amen? Praise Jesus. And the devil comes at you with war, warfare, and tactics. That just confirms your victory, that you're heading in the right direction. I say thanks, Satan, for growing my faith today. Praise God. You just confirmed it. I'm on the right track. Amen? If there's adversity, that comes from the adversary. You know you're heading in the right direction. Amen? Amen? Satan, don't try to stop Christians who don't do nothing. Amen? 
We have an adversary against Christians, not the world, Christians, who are trying to stop us, the church. Well, I just give them praises for every victory. Yes. Amen. Right. You know, if you, if you couldn't move your shoulder and you can move it maybe even 1%, thank you, Lord, for that 1%. Yes. And that one, you give them thanksgiving, you're giving something to God, he's going to give back. You can't outgive God. Thank you for 2%. Three. Oh my gosh, my shoulders healed. Praise God forever. You know those lepers who were cleansed from their leprosy? They came back. One gave them, you know, praises. It says that one who came back and gave him the praises was completely made whole. Completely. Amen. So don't outgive. You can't outgive them. Just keep giving them thanks. And I thank you for the harvest. Amen. This is the year of our harvest. All the prayers that have gone up. This is my year to receive what we've been believing for and praying for. Praise God. Shift in this nation. God's been working behind the scenes, have you noticed? Get all these little testimonies and praise reports. Oh, man. They add up. They add up. A fire that can't be squelched. That's the body of Christ. Amen? Praise Jesus forever. Hallelujah. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Verse 7, love bears up under anything or anyone. Amen. Sometimes you got to go get them and just brace them up so they can't keep falling back down or backsliding. Get underneath them and help them back up. Amen. We're that crutch. We're that pillar on the earth that people need in the world. Amen. I just stay with them. And I'm rubbing off on them. I know. It may take a day, maybe overnight, months, years. I don't care. We're the faithful ones. We'll just stay with them. Amen. I will rub off on them. <laughs> the anointing means to rub. And it's the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. Right. You're anointed. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You rub off on people. Amen. Don't let them rub off on you. <laughs> so that's what Jesus did. He didn't allow the people to rub off on him. He retreated. Right. He got by himself, got anointed again, went back out and ministered the anointing. Then he retreated again. He retreated more than any other man in the Bible, in my opinion. <laughs> Through the Gospels, I see that. Retreated. Went to a retreat. Good to go on retreats. Amen. <laughs> get nursed again. Get refilled so that you can fill other people again. Amen. But just don't do anything God didn't tell you to do. You'll get drained and your energy will be sapped and you'll be discharged. And you're like, where's God? What the heck's going on? You just got to take some time for yourself. Get refilled. Oh, there you are. Here we are. Thank you. I'm back. Amen. Don't forget it to replenish yourself. you got to replenish with the word and the anointing on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Especially as we... Have anyone noticed that? Especially as we keep going on, that it's more and more needed to replenish, right? Because right. there's stuff that's trying to zap your power, zap your strength, and take your focus off Jesus. But my mind is in perfect peace. Yeah. And I kept, I'm kept in perfect peace whose minds are fixed on him. On Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Amen. I ain't going to focus on the Prince of Darkness. I'm going to focus on the Prince of Peace so that I can be kept in peace. Not in darkness. Again, wherever your focus is, you will become that. You want to be like Satan? Just focus on his works and the news media. Amen. <laughs> CNN used to be called Christian News Network. For they sold out. You know? What you focus on ignites. You'll become what you look at long enough. You look at the perfect law of liberty, you will become the Word. And the Word will be made flesh and dwell among us. Just like Jesus. Who had the first five books of the Bible memorized by the age of 13. 
must be about my father's business. He didn't even say ministry. He said business. God's a businessman. He runs the church and the kingdom like a business. Everything's in order. Have you noticed that about God? Yes. Have you noticed that about yourself? Mm-hmm. You like order? Yes. That's a trait of your father. Yeah. I don't like disorder. I hate clutter. Oh, man. <laughs> it zaps my strength. When I see disorder and clutter, I feel weak. But when I start cleaning and organizing, like Sophie, <laughs> we feel strong. When you just keep running, you're diligent. Amen. That's a trait of your father, order. When Jesus ministered miracles to the multitude, he said he put them in order. When he changed water to wine and miracles, there was order. You know? He gives instructions to work out his plan. There's order. There's not disorder. We can't do our own thing and win. But we can do his thing and always win. He's success himself. I like being tied up with him. How about you? We're in blood covenant. Amen? What he can do, you can do. Well, think about that. He's in you. Amen? <laughs> you just got to think bigger than yourself. Once you take your eyes off yourself, you see him. And the world can do that too. Once their eyes, the blinders are taken off from Satan and put them on, they can see God. They lose sight of themselves and see how big he is and how small they really are. Our days shall be 120 on the earth. He has no time limits. Amen. He's so big. What are there, 253 trillion galaxies? Scientists have now proven. 253 trillion? Look at Jesus. One galaxy has more than 283 billion stars in it? I mean, you can't, we haven't even seen heaven yet, but it's up there. And we know hell's down there under our feet, right? The center of the earth. But heaven's up there, and we haven't found it yet, but it's up there. They're now up to 253 trillion galaxies with their own planets, their own solar systems. That's amazing to me. And we still haven't seen God. Scientists. You know, I haven't found his throne room yet or his city. <laughs> I'm going to keep looking. I love that Hubble Space Telescope. Send the pictures of the crosses and the clouds. and st- Oh, man, that's a blessing. That Hubble Space Telescope showing you heaven, God's handiwork. Amen. Showing you diamonds raining on Jupiter, God's trash. <laughs> that man just goes after. Amen. <laughs> Come on, I can believe a diamond off Jupiter. Come on. Come on in. Amen. Sell it. Make money. Build a church. Praise God. Do good things with the money. Amen. <laughs> Spread the gospel to a dying world. Praise God forever. Amen. Verse 7 says, love bears up under anything and everything that comes. You can handle anything. Amen? You can handle it. The agape love, God himself in you can handle it. Just lean on him. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Is ever ready to believe the best of every person. This is what love does. It doesn't judge. It doesn't condemn. It saves. For God so loved the world. He sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not die, but live. Verse 17. For God sent not a son into the world to condemn. So there shouldn't be any condemnation on our lips, right? Or judgment. I should be quick to love, not to judge. I don't care what they look like. A lot of the people I minister got tattoos. From head to toe, sleeves, ankles, they got it. They're old. You know? You don't judge by what you see. God looks at the heart of man. Amen? You'll never minister to him if you judge him. You can't help someone you judge. 
Write that down. You'll never be able to assist or help anyone you judge. That's the devil's tactic to keep you in offense, to keep you from helping that person. Amen? So judge with righteous judgment. Who should I hang around? Who should I be around? Who's helping me? Who's destroying me? (laughs) Help me, Holy Spirit, to see. Amen? Praise God forever. We're not judges, we're lovers. And yeah, there's a time for righteous judgment when you got to love and judge in love. You know? That's what judges do. But it's all birthed in love. Why do I judge? To protect my family. That man could be carrying a gun. I just judged him. But that's stemmed in love. To protect my family. Amen? So you just lean on the Holy Ghost. And he'll lead you into all truth. Amen? He'll protect you. And he'll show you things to come. He can show you a month ahead of time. Hey, there's a man at 7-Eleven. He's going to be here on this day at this time. You're going to be there with your family. I know you're going back to drive, get some Slurpees. And um, he's carrying a gun. Just watch. Watch for him. He can show you that. He can show you things to come. He can give you addresses. He can give you names to pray for. Does he do that with you? Give you a name to pray for in your heart. Or an address to go to, to go minister to someone. Hey, someone's going to commit suicide at this address. You better get over there, son. You can just go. And you just listen to the Holy Ghost or your protector, your leader. Amen. We follow him. I don't lead the Holy Ghost. He leads me. Amen. I don't push him. He don't push me. He leads me gently. That's how you know God's voice. God's touch. He's gentle. That's how you know the world's voice. The pressure. Pressure. Buy this. Buy now. Or you'll die. <laughs> My butt. I'm still alive. I ain't bought nothing. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is your leader, amen? Amen. God don't work through pressure. He's sensitive. He works through gentleness. That's a fruit of what? The Holy Ghost. That's a fruit of your spirit. That's who he is. He's gentle always. He'll never just push you off. He'll grab your hand and go before you and lead you. He's not a pusher. He's a holder. He pulls you. That's a good one to write down. He's not a pusher. He's a puller. He's like the locomotive who's ahead of the church and he pulls the, the train, the box cars, the flat cars, the open cars. Amen? But he's not in the caboose pushing. He don't got rear rear wheel drive. He's front wheel drive. He's pulling you. Amen? He gently leads us into our desired haven. Gently leads those that are with young. Gently. So you just wait on him. He's a perfect gentleman. He'll never enforce himself upon anybody. Amen? Never. That's the devil. Ah, tries to scare you with scare tactics. All of a sudden, that's the devil's language. Ah. <laughs> you know? But God's just leading you through. Leading you through the wilderness into his promises. Praise God. Gently and surely, steadily. He's faithful. Amen? He'll never stop pulling you. If you don't let go. We don't let go. Hang on to the Holy Ghost through this service. Lead me. Amen. Lead your church. Praise God forever. It believes the best of every person. I believe in you. Do you believe in you? He said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. you got to believe in yourself sometime to do anything. I remember the reason I left Whole Foods and started our own business was because I, God planted something in my spirit through the word. Just attending to this day and night. Started believing in myself. Me and him. Him and me. What can't we do? I put in my two weeks notice with nothing lined up. 
Then Benny Hinn walked into Whole Foods right here in the Vienna the Gap. And I had my business cards ready. I was prepared. Do you need a private chef? Brother, I've been praying for you. <laughs> he said, I never come into this Whole Foods. It's too small. I always go to the one in Newport, but something drew me in here today. It's a, it was me. It was my faith. I put in my two weeks. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> he shows me things to come. I was his private chef for four to five years before he moved to Florida. Got to serve him and minister and go to his services with Sophie. One, during one service at least, Sophie, hey, uh, I brought Sophie. Sophie drew a picture for him. And he spotted me in the back. I sat in the back with Sophie. He spotted me in the back on camera, live, with a live mic, walks back to me. Chef, how are you doing? And just stands right by me while he's filming. And here's Sophie. Oh, is this your girl? It's a beautiful girl. What a beautiful picture. Thank you for coming. He's like, he makes the best salmon. Your daddy makes the best salmon. I was like, Pastor, you're lying. <laughs> Whoever saw that knows I make good salmon. Praise God forever. <laughs> but I was ready. I was prepared, amen? You got to prepare for your next step. You got to prepare. When God says you're ready, get ready. But you got to prepare for your promotion, right? Don't be lazy. Let's just prepare. He shows you things to come so that he can help you prepare. The Holy Spirit moved Paul to plans to prepare. He'll do the same thing for you. He's not a respecter of persons. Praise God forever. But I'm, I'm convinced if I didn't put in my two weeks, he wouldn't have come in. And the business wouldn't have been lost. I had to step out in faith. Amen. And then God met me there while I was walking on faith on the water. Amen. Praise God. It meets you. Sometimes you need it. You just need it. i got to take a face step. I know. It's me. Hey, you. God. I just need to step out of the boat. Amen. And you take that step and you'll find out he's right there on the water with you. He's holding you up. Launching you out into the deep with him. Praise God forever. So be prepared. Amen. And move Paul to prepare. And move us to prepare. Praise Jesus. Let's finish up here in 1 Corinthians 13. Is everyone getting something from this message? Praise Jesus. I know I am. Hallelujah. I feel great. How about you? Say, I feel great. I feel great. It's good to feel good. You know, you should feel it in your body that the Lord is alive in you. Amen. You should, we have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. That's a sense, taste, right? You taste and see. He'll take over your senses. Just like he did mine. Amen. If you can't taste, we get rid of that right now. Amen. God, I need you to taste. Praise God. It's horrible serving clients that have no taste buds. Why are you hiring me? <laughs> you can't taste. Just pick up McDonald's and put it on a nice plate. Here. You know? <laughs> he wants your senses restored. He made them. He gave them to you. Amen. You should know what chili lime tastes like. <laughs> That's for dead. Praise God forever. It's always time for Chili Lime. <laughs> Made a little jingle out of it. Trader Joe's could invest in us. Amen? <laughs> Stay on track, Eli. Come on. <laughs> it believes the best of every person, God, in you. Believes the best. Faith and love go hand in hand. It hopes faith and hope go hand in hand. Love and hope go hand in hand. It hopes, its hopes are faithless 
under all circumstances. Just knowing how much God loves me. Yeah, he's going to see me through this fight too. It's a good fight of faith because I win. That's why it's the good fight of faith. Because we win. You stand long enough, you will win. Just get back up. Keep going. Praise God forever. It's faithless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. See, your flesh can weaken. Your mind can weaken on the devil's attacks. But the Spirit of God in you cannot. Your spirit can't weaken. You're a new creature. Creating the same exact image and likeness of it. I don't care what fiery dart the devil throws at you. The real you, the real man in you cannot weaken. You're made in his image. Amen? Praise God. And then I go back home and I put on the whole armor of God again through the Word. And I feed my spirit again through the Word. Ah, strong again. Amen? The full armor of God. See, Satan can't see you in God's armor. He just sees God. Yes. It's his. There's God. Don't touch him. He created me. He's going to destroy me. Leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he should say about the church. <clears throat> Don't touch them. They're going to destroy me. Hmm. Let's move on. Amen. Yeah. Filled with life. Filled with the love of God. Praise Jesus. Verse 8, here it is. Love never fails. Never. Which means if you have a choice to hate someone or love someone, if you choose hate, you're going to fail. And you're going to go down, go down with it. But if you choose love, you're going to succeed and go up with God with it. And win. Love's the high path, not the low path. Love always wins. The Bible says love never fails. Never. Never. Ever. God never fails. Never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, all the gifts will come to an end. You're not going to use them in heaven. As for knowledge, because then you'll know just as you fully are known. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. Face to face. For our knowledge is fragmentary, incomplete, and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. Why? Because we're in an imperfect body still. But when the complete and perfect total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away. <laughs> what a day. Become um, antiquated. What's that word? Oh, man. <laughs> it's like antique but dated. <laughs> antiquated. Void and superseded. I can't understand it because women wrote it. Dang it! Ah. <laughs> Clarissa, help me. Let me go back to my tablet. Ten commandments. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wanted five daughters. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> we stopped at three. I said, three's enough. We're safe at third. We're good. And then, I don't know what happened. There's Samuel. <laughs> she wanted a boy. She got it. Amen. Praise God forever. Just a little history. <laughs> Don't kill the preacher is my message. <laughs> I have compassion. <laughs> I'm for you, not against you. <laughs> 2022. The year of the Republican woman. Come on, where's the lady? You should have clapped at that. Hey, man, come on. <laughs> Praise God forever. Verse 10. <laughs> Gotta save myself. Verse 10. But when the complete and perfect total comes, Jesus, 
the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away. Become, yeah, there's that word, and superseded and void. Verse 11, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. (laughs) Now that I have become a man, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. Have we? See, we're always supposed to be childlike, but not childish. We've done away with childish ways of thinking. We've grown up in him, who is the head of all principality and power. Praise God. Now that I've become a man, I'm done with childish ways and have put them aside. For now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality, as in a riddle or enigma. But then when perfection himself comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part and perfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. See, every hair on your head is number. He knows your entire fabric. He made you. He's aware of your your down-sitting and your uprising. You're going in and you're going out. He's aware of everything about you. You're his. You're his child. How many of you parents like to keep an eye on their, their children? Your children could be 40 and you still have planted some hidden cameras in their house. I don't know. <laughs> I would try. <laughs> keep an eye on them, amen? That's your father. <clears throat> Searching to whom himself he can prove himself strong to today. Amen. He's got you. His eyes are on you. They're not on the world. Paul says that. He said they're not known of God. Just like Adam and Eve who were under the curse and fell, God went through the garden and said, where are you? That's how he sees the world still. Where are you? He don't see them. He sees you. They haven't been risen up through Jesus above the light line yet. Out of darkness into light. So he don't see them. Where are you? He's looking, but you don't see them until they come into the light. There you are. They're waiting on you. Amen. He sees you. His eyes always upon you. You're his child. You've been illuminated. Amen. You're bright to God. Amen. You ought to be bright to yourself. Praise God. Say it with me. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm a candle on a hill. It can't be snuffed out. Amen. That's your spirit. That's who's in you now. The real you. Praise God forever. Amen. And in verse 13. And so faith, hope, and love abide. These three. Faith, conviction, and belief, respecting man's relation to God and divine things. Hope, joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. Love, true affection for God and man. True affection. You'll never minister to anyone without love. Love compels you to just stay with them. You know? And to help them. You know, the homeless person on the street, the poor, the widow among you. Love compels you to help them. Amen. It's true affection for God and man. You love the whole world. Growing out of God's love for you and in you. These three. But the greatest of these is love. Faith worketh by love. I would say hope works by love then too, right? Praise God forever. Thanks for the amplified there. Oh, I, all the, can you grab that? Give that to start right there. Thank you. Appreciate it. And now go with me to, if you want to put your eyes on it, Jude 20. How much time we have? Where are we at? Praise God. Jude 20. Whew. 
It's big in my Bible. Look at that huge print. <laughs> Can't lose my place now, Satan. <laughs> Jude 20. It's just one book. Jude verse 20. I love this verse. Man, this verse really helped me get baptized in the Holy Ghost when I didn't really know about it. This verse helped me with that. But you, beloved, say, I'm his beloved. I'm his beloved. Building yourselves up on your most holy faith. Building yourselves up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Or in the Holy Ghost. Or in the gift of other tongues, that means. Keep yourselves in the love of God. How do I keep myself in his love? By praying in tongues. By praying without ceasing. By praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm keeping myself connected. It's a spiritual language that only God can hear. Oh, and angels. Because he says of, of, of the tongues of angels and God. Amen? So God can hear it and my angels can hear it. And that's who I want working for me. How about you? So I keep myself built up on my most holy faith, praying in the... Under my breath at work. You know? Others don't have to hear it, but God hears it. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Looking for the mercy. See, praying in tongues will help you see, too. Looking or searching for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Praise God forever. And now go with me to Big John. Gospel of John. Jesus is beloved. Well, you're his beloved, too. And I got news for John upstairs. He loved Peter and Matthew the same as he loved you. <laughs> But he's the one who referred to himself in his own book to Jesus as beloved. He had that confession working for him, didn't he? <laughs> they tried to throw him in a bat of oil. He could kill that man because of his revelation of God's love toward him. God loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. I'm Jesus' beloved. Praise God forever. He kept, he kept that in him. That's why they couldn't hurt him. Lived the longest out of all the apostles, too. That revelation of love. Then no weapon formed against me will prosper. He loves me so much, he ain't going to let any bad thing happen to me today. He loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. He sent Jesus to the cross to die for me. I'm his beloved. He'll never leave me or forsake me. Man may leave, God never will. Amen. Men come and go, God never leaves. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why your first love should always be Jesus. Mm -hmm. Never leave your first love. Be rooted and grounded in Him. Amen. And all other relationships will come. Okay, John 15. John 15 here. 15, 9. As the Father loved me, words in red, Jesus, I also have loved you. Abide or stay in my love. How do I stay it? Praying in tongues we just read through Jude. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, being a doer of the word, equals staying under the blessing of his love, the canopy of his love. You will abide and live in my love, just as I have kept my Father's words or commandments, and abide and live in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you forever, and that your joy may be full. Love commandment equals joy. Step out of love. I ain't going to be so, so joyful. I'm not going to be so happy when I leave my love commandment. It's all built and founded on love. I get right back in love. I'm happy again. That was easy. Why didn't I correct myself sooner? Yeah. You know? 
I forgive, I repent, I get right back in love. Thank you, Lord, for correcting me. Right back in love. Then my joy may be full again. Whoop. My love's intact. My love walks intact. Here comes all the other fruits rising up up in me. Joy, peace, patience, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control. They all rise up as I stay in love. And now they're active again in my life. I get out of love. There go the fruits. Get right back in love. Oh, who God is. I'm back. <laughs> Amen. Maybe sick, battling with an illness. What the heck? Just get right back. Check up on that first place. Am I out of love? Lord, where did I leave you? Okay. I got to correct that. I go back. If I need to say sorry, I say sorry to someone. If I need to repent, I repent. Show me what to do. Get right back in his perfect will. The will of love. God himself. Praise Jesus forever. Verse 12 says, This is my commandment. My commandment, not my suggestion. <laughs> He's our commander-in-chief, not our subjector-in-chief, right? He's a good boss. This is my commandment, that you love one another, as I have loved you and laid down my life for you, right? Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends. Oh, he ain't also our Lord, just our Lord and Savior. He's our friend now. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Or just stay in my love commandment. My only commandment. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Say me. See, you have a right to understand anything from God. Verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Abiding in love equals prayer request answered. Ching! Amen? These things I command you, that you love one another. You like how he said that? He said these things. And then just gave us one command. So love entails many things. But it's just love. It's all rooted and built in love. If I just stay in love, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be better than all right. How you doing? Great. People ask me that all the time. How you doing? Good. God's good. As long as God's good, I'm going to be good. <laughs> and he can't change his name. So it looks like I'm not changing either. How you doing? Good. God's good. Amen. Great. God's great. Sorry, broke down, poor, sick. No, he ain't any of those things. And neither are you. I'm great. All is well. I'm good. God is good. Amen. Faith always gives a good report. You may want to write that down. Faith always gives a good report. You have what you say. How you doing? I'm good. All is well. God's working behind the scenes for me today. I must be God's favorite. <laughs> he loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. How are you? <laughs> Do you know Jesus? Because <laughs> I know him, and he fully knows me. You want to be known? That's what people are after, just to be known. They're missing Jesus. That's what the world's after. I just want to be known. No one wants to be isolated. Everyone needs the body of Christ. 
Amen. That's why social media is so big. I just want to be recognized. That's why youth today are struggling more than ever with transgender issues. They just need Jesus. Show them who they are. They just need the love in you and the love in me. We may be the only Jesus the world ever sees. Amen? They need to see him in you. Just loving them unconditionally. Yeah, your father left you. You're an orphan. I understand that. But God the Father will never leave you or forsake you. You're special in his eyes. He'll show you who you are. Amen? It's who he is. He's love himself. We're supposed to love unconditionally just like him. Praise God. I love all my kids the same. I love them differently. No, I don't want to say that. I wouldn't even say that. I love them all the same. There's just different aspects that they pull on my heartstrings. Just like us. We're all different. There's different aspects of you that pull on God different than I can. That's how huge he is. Amen. But it's unconditional love. Unconditional. It's not because of what you do or what you don't do. He just loves you for you. He made you to love you. He saved you to love you. He healed you because he loves you. He prospers us every day because he loves us. This is the revelation John got. That's why he was sustained. He loves me. I'm, I'm his beloved. Are you convinced of that? We should be convinced of that. I'm his beloved. And if you're too embarrassed to say it around other believers, just say it to yourself in the mirror. I'm his beloved. This is God's love letter to you, his words to you. You're just saying what he already said. You know, to deny that would be pride. Humility is just agreeing with God. Yeah, he loves me. That may be hard for some to receive, especially if you've been bruised, damaged, beat around your whole life. But God loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. If you get that in you, all hatred and strife will leave your life. The past will leave when you renew your mind to your future. Who you really are. Praise God forever. Let's wrap up here in 1 John. 1 John. Right at the end of the book. 1 John 4, 7. Say it with me again. I'm his beloved. John used the word beloved more than any other author. Beloved. Be loved. Let yourself be loved today. Someone trying to bless you, just take it, receive it. You're going to stop their blessing. I'll bless those who bless you, curse those who curse you. Amen. Don't stop God. You won't be cursed. All right, then. Go ahead. Won't be blessed. I receive. Amen. Got to be good receivers. 1 John 4, 7, so that others can get blessed. That's just scriptural. Again, pride would deny that. Mm. Not me. No. You're his beloved. You're good soil. He planted his best seed in you. That shows you how good you really are. Amen. Praise Jesus forever. Oh, we thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering to each one's heart today. Thank you, Lord. I'm getting something from this message. Pour it in. Pour it on in Jesus' name. I receive. Say it with me. I'm a good receiver. I'm a good recipient of heaven. I carry it with me on this earth for the lost to see. Amen. 
First John 4, 7 says, Beloved. Hey, there it is again. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. That's why if a Christian's in hate, I ask myself the question or ask, Are you saved? Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? I don't see the fruit. Yeah. Are you a sheep among the wolves? <laughs> Sorry. Are you a wolf amongst the sheep? <laughs> yeah. Are you looking to bite and devour one another? Or are you looking to love one another? Are you really born again? Have you met Jesus? Amen. <laughs> there may be some people in your life you've got to ask that question to. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. There's, there's wolves amongst the sheep. Those who try to devour and bite one another. Cruel to one another. Trying to offend people. Cause divisions. You got to get those people out your life. Amen. They'll tear you apart. That's what wolves do. They're ravenous. They just look for food. For prey. 24 hours a day. Where can I eat? Where can I eat? Hey, there's a buffet at this church down here. Everyone's in a fence over there. Let's go here. <laughs> Amen. But the love of God, there's a shield over us. Amen. There's a shield over the church who operate in the one commandment of love. Amen. You're protected, amen? amen? That's why the devil wants to isolate you. Right. So he can tell you lies to get you offended, then you can bring it back into church, and then the whole body gets corrupted. Right. That's the wolves among sheep. It doesn't say wolves among pastors. It said wolves among sheep. <laughs> That's the body, amen? That ain't false teachers or pastors or preachers. That's just people in the congregation who are still in a fence, who are spreading, ugh, ugh, I hate it. Even talking about it just grieves my spirit. And the Holy Ghost, amen? Instead of instruments of love, where the love of God just flows through. You know when you get around this person, you're going to be loved. You know when you go to this church, they're just going to love on you. There's no judgment here. Amen? There's no condemnation here. I don't care where they're at in their life or in their faith walk. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He meets you where you're at. Only the Holy Ghost can meet you where you're at this service. Not me. He knows exactly where you're at and how to feed you. That's the Holy Ghost's job, amen. Praise God forever. We're not a buffet for wolves. <laughs> We're covered in the Son of His love. Covered in the Son of His love, staying fast in our love commandment. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So he says, he who loves is born of God, verse 7, and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. That is a big verse. See, you don't have to live through yourself or your parents, you know. You don't have to live through man. You live through Him, Amen. through Christ. In Him, I live, move, and have my being. Man can't make me sad. Jesus made me glad. <laughs> Don't leave your first love. Amen. Amen. Why be sad when you can be glad? <laughs> I don't get it. Why live in hate when you can live in love and flourish? He said, blessing and cursing are before you today, especially with this Bible of Ten Commandments here. <laughs> Choose life. <laughs> Choose love. <laughs> Choose 
Love never fails. So just take you higher and higher till you're with Him in glory. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Say it with me again. I forgive. If I have aught against any, Holy Spirit, show me. I cast Him over on you. My flesh is against it. But my spirit is willing. Therefore, I, I act for my spirit now. And forgive them with the love of God in me. As only He can. And did. I forgive them. Bless them. <laughs> is that hard for someone? Bless them. That's the hard part. Yeah, I've forgiven them, but do I really have to bless them? <laughs> yeah. Love covers a multitude of sins. Don't let them take your future. Keep them in your path through love. Amen. Keep the devil under through love. Keep them beneath your feet through love. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested to us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved. There it is again. He really wants you to get His revelation. You're His beloved. Say, I'm His beloved. I'm his beloved. If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. That's a strong statement. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. And His love has been perfected in us. How do we get perfected in His love? By loving others. And His love is perfected in us. It all goes back to sowing and reaping. I'm going to get back what I give out. I'm going to receive what I plant. If I'm loving on others, here I am. I'm a good giver. I'm a good receiver. i got to be filled again to give. i got to be replenished so I have more to give, right? So I sow and I reap. And both are up to me. I call in my harvest. I call in those blessings. Lord, I put out a lot of love. I'm calling it back into my life in Jesus' name. I reap what I sow. I take your word at face value. I believe what it says. I'm a faithful sower. I'm a faithful reaper. I'm a good receiver so that I have more to give with. That's how Jesus lived. He kept sowing. He kept reaping. Amen. He wasn't too prideful to receive. Had to receive to give. You got to receive your harvest to give, right? Because the seed's in your harvest too. Amen. That's Mark 4, which I was supposed to teach on today. But I'll do that during the week, during our weekly messages. Believe with us for a building for weekday services. Clarissa knows I'm getting frustrated. I'm in there during the week. Father, people need church. It's not enough to just go Sunday to Sunday. We need a weekday service. We need fellowship. People are being isolated during the week. I feel it. I think that's the Holy Ghost. A little intercession going on. Not just me. But we need to dwell together in unity. The devil's tried dividing the church. Notice how weekday services, where'd those go? Nobody has Wednesday services anymore. Now sports are on Wednesdays when it used to be that Wednesday's a church night. We go to church on Wednesday. People need to be fed during the week. We got to get together during the week. Amen. 
in a warm place. <laughs> Amen? Amen? So believe with us for our building where we can play music, pray, whatever. The Holy Ghost wants. Amen? Place of refuge. Amen? Stay warm during the week as well. Praise God forever. So he does not love. I read that. Verse 10, and this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Verse 12, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God lives in us. And his love has been perfected in us if we love one another. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit, the Holy Spirit, the perfect gentleman to the church. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love. We'll get that verse. We have known, that word known is as a husband should know his wife intimately, a working knowledge, an intimate relationship with. We have known and believed the love that God has for us. So to know it, you've got to believe it first. And there's some times in your life where you have to love by faith. There's a lot of times in your life where you'll have to love by faith. That's why they work hand in hand. Faith works through love. So you're going to have to love by faith. I love him. <laughs> Just start saying it. That's how it all starts. Life and death are in the hand of your tongue. I don't hate him. Fine, don't kill him. Just get him out of office. <laughs> you know? You got to start by saying it first. I don't have to like the president, but I do have to pray for the president. Amen? I got to pray for the office. I got to pray for those in authority. I'm under orders here, man. <laughs> I don't want to get out of love. Please don't tell me how much you hate someone. Come up to me and tell me how much you love someone. And I'll agree and we'll just bless the socks off them. Amen? Get them saved. Get them born again. Amen? Get them healed. Get them prospered. Built up again. Amen? You don't have to like them. But you do have to love them. Pray for that man. Pray for his wife. Pray for the cabinet. Pray for the government. Pray for Jan Plasky. <laughs> Lord Keeper. Whew. Can you imagine that position? On either side. Love what Rick Warren said during President Obama's inauguration. The CNN microphone in his, in his mouth. You know, it came up right to him. Which are you, left wing or right wing? I like the whole bird. <laughs> you gotta be quick. You know, wise as a serpent? We're, the church on that? Are we wise as serpents? That means smarter than the devil, to outwit the devil. Smarter than him. Smarter than the thief who's trying to take your money. You gotta be smarter than him to protect your money. Amen? Wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. Gentle as the Holy Ghost. He's the dove in the Bible. Amen? Praise Jesus. So we got to love him. We're commanded to. He who loves God, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God lives living in us and alive in us. And his love has been perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he's given up of us of his Holy Spirit. 
And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Troubled times, uncertain times, circumstances are adverse, the wind's against you. I believe the love. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He will see me through. And it will plant me on a firm foundation on the other side. <laughs> I win. Again. Remember all those victories, Satan? Remember all your losses? <laughs> Amen. There's such thing as a holy hatred. I have it. Our kids have it for the devil. Shut up, Satan. I hate you. It's okay to hate hate. It's okay to love love. Right and wrong. Good and evil. <laughs> and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Sometimes you want to hold, hold on. I believe the love. I'm his beloved. I believe the love. He'll never leave me or forsake me. I'm going to make it. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. That's how much he loves me. I'm saved. I'm righteous. Amen? I'm ready for face to face. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Ooh, if the church would get that, we'd be unstoppable. As he is, so are we down here. Lord Jesus. So are we in this world. Verse 18. Get this. Underline this if you have this. Or highlight this on your phone. There is no fear in love. Highlight no fear. No fear in love. What's the opposite of love? There must be fear and hate then. There must be fear and jealousy on the opposite of love, right? But there's no fear in love, God himself. God don't minister fear, that's the devil. He ministers love that casts out all fear. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, 1 Timothy 1.8, but of power, 1.7, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. But perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. <coughs> but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Sorry, Lord, I lashed out against him. I get right back in love. I got a little trembly there. I got in fear. I get right back in love. I'm solid again, and my body knows it too. I'm not shaking no more. Hey, I'm in peace. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If someone says, verse 20, and we're wrapping up, I love God and hate his brother, he's a liar. You can't love God and hate your brother. You can't love someone you haven't seen and hate someone you have. He is a liar, for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah, is born of God, and everyone who loves Him who begot also loves Him who is begotten of Him, also loves all His children. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments, His word. For this is the love of God, that we keep His words. And His commandments, His words, are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God 
overcomes the world. So we should never be talking like the world. Because we're over it. Whoever is born of God overcomes the world. Don't let the news media drag you down to their level. Stay up. We're world overcomers, which means we're over it. Amen. We don't say what they say. I don't parrot the media. I parrot God, our Father. Say what He says. Amen. That makes for a good conversation. Praise God. We stay on the blessing side of everything. It's where you're seated. In Him, in the blessing, right? And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Our faith. Our faith is the victory that has overcome the world. Amen. Faith and love. Faith worketh by love. Love and faith go hand in hand. Father, I thank you that this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. That you gave us this word on earth to build our faith on earth to be world overcomers, not world conformers. Father, keep our tongues from speaking what the media says. They're all liars anyway. We've seen that proven. So, Father, thank you for the truth. That we can speak this truth and know this truth. And that the truth will set us free and set others free indeed. Father, help us be sowers of truth. Not sowers of lies. Not sowers of the media. But sowers of truth. Sowers of heaven. Planting heaven on earth. In a dying, cruel world. Thank you, Father, for taking authority over our lips through the Holy Ghost. And the more we pray in tongues, the more control we have over our tongue. So let's all do that together and exercise that gift. Father, thank you for the gift of other tongues. We give you the praises that as we pray in the unknown tongue, we build ourselves up on our most holy faith and we keep ourselves in your love. Thank you for that supernatural gift, our heavenly prayer language that you give every member of the body of Christ if they'll will freely receive it. Father, we just pray over our loved ones in Jesus' name. We claim their total salvation in body, in spirit, and in mind in the precious name of Jesus. We claim that they have sound minds, sound bodies, and sound spirits built and perfected on peace himself. But we claim the salvation of those around us in Jesus' name. We intercede for the loss on their behalf. Thank you, Lord, for bringing them in, for drawing all men to your church, all men to yourself, your body. Draw people to every member of your church. Draw people in these last days to every member of your body. We intercede for this government in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood to the White House in the name of Jesus. Be cleansed. Be purified. Be whole. This nation was founded by the people of God. Get in the name of Jesus. This nation was founded by the people of God. Devil, get out of government. We bind you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for resurrecting Christians into their rightful positions of government. 
For making us the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I thank you, Lord, for Governor DeSantis in Florida in Jesus' precious name, for a perfect covering over him that he's doing mighty works for the kingdom. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That one man in government, one man in position, can take down a corrupt company. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praises for him. Thank you, Lord. Just one man in the right position can do so many mighty things. Thank you, Lord, for placing us all in position. Before you come again. The head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. The lender, not the borrower. Above only, not beneath. Thank you, Lord. For wealth to move the kingdom forward with. For the wealth of the wicked to come into the hands of the church, the just. To move forward your kingdom with on earth. We claim that now in Jesus' name. I claim wealth transfer for every believer in the body of Christ in Jesus' name. Under the sound of my voice. I command money to come into their hands in Jesus' name. Transfer now. Ministering spirits, go get them and bring it into their possessions. They're good givers. They're good receivers. I thank you for them. And harvest, you come now in Jesus' name. And we command our ministering spirits to go bring us our harvest. Take it from the hands of the wicked. Bring it into the hands of the just. Go now in Jesus' name. You're dispatched. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And give them praises for the harvest. The harvest of souls. The harvest of finances. The harvest of health and healing to all your flesh. The salvation of our loved ones. Harvest in this nation. Righteous government intact. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Right gas prices. In Jesus' precious name. <laughs> it ain't over till we win. Read the back of the book, Satan. You're defeated. Jesus is Lord. And we are the head. Glorify thy name, Father. Glorify thy name in your church. Amongst your body. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And if there's anyone online or in the service who wants the gift of tongues, just raise your hand. And the Holy Spirit will come in. I want my new prayer language. I hear these others praying in tongues. I want that gift. Just raise your hand. The Holy Spirit will touch you. Father, we thank you for every hand lifted online or in this service. In Jesus' precious name. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching them afresh with a fresh gift, a fresh anointing, and the gift of speaking in new tongues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on and come in them. In Jesus' name. You're a perfect gentleman. We give you all the praises for that gift. Keeping ourselves in the love of God. Building ourselves up in our most holy faith. Praise Jesus forever. Thank you, Father. I'm just going to read from Malachi for our offering today. Is that a good service? Amen. You know, I just love getting together. See what we can accomplish in prayer? With a corporate anointing with all our faith and agreement. Where two or three agree, it will be done for them, Jesus said. On earth as it is in heaven. Amen. This is why we need midweek. We just shout. Oh, man, we get stuff done. That's why the devil's trying to split us up. Praise God forever. And go with me to the Italian prophet Malachi. The <laughs> I'm part Italian. I like throwing that in there. 
<laughs> Malachi, right? That's how you say it? <laughs> there it is. Malachi. There it is. Amen. Thank you, Jewish Italians, for this Bible. <laughs> Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Malachi 310. You know, if our government tied, there'd be no debt. You know, if our government tied, there wouldn't be a $20 trillion deficit. Church first. God first. It says, bring all the tithes. Tithe in Hebrew literally means 10%. That's 10 cents on every dollar that comes in. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. The other translation says God's storehouse, where he places his name there, where you should tithe. That there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, heaven's armies. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, and pour out for you such blessing, say such blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. So you don't have to rebuke Satan in your house, on your business, you know, in your body. If you're a tither, he's already rebuked for you. Just say, tither's right. You're rebuked. I'm a tither. Remember? I put me in remembrance. I put God in remembrance. And I put the devil in remembrance. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts, heaven's armies. And all nations will call America blessed. For you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. That word is promised to the tither. Praise God forever. Father, we just minister tithes and offerings to you today in Jesus' precious name. However you give online or in person. It don't matter to God as long as you give with your heart. Father, we thank you. We lift up holy tithes. I tithe. I believe in this ministry. I believe in this church and this body. I tithe into this place in Jesus' precious name. I have transferred my tithe here. I call it holy. And I give it to you in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Father, for building us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for every blessing. You're so faithful and kind. We minister to these ties to you, our faithful and merciful high priest, Jesus, who ministers unto the Father on our behalf in heaven. A sweet-smelling Savior and sacrifice, precious in his sight. Father, I do this as an act of my worship. I tithe the tithe as an act of worship and release my faith in my seed. My tithe is not a dead I owe, it's a seed I sow. And I put my faith in it now and release my faith in it. For more to come in, more to do things with, more to do God things with on the earth, more to bless others with, more to give with. I give you all the praises that I can now give you. For good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will men add into me. For with the measure I use, you measure it back to me. I know I dictate my own harvest with my own seed. Thank you, Father. I call in my harvest now in Jesus' name. 2022, the year of our harvest. Thank you, Lord, that every seed that's gone up is pure and holy in your sight. And I give you all the praises for ministering your wishes, your truth, back to us, as your word states. The heavens are open for us, and you're pouring out such blessings, there's not room enough to receive. But we receive them, and you rebuke the devourer for our sakes, so he cannot steal the abundance. 
I thank you, Lord, that every bank account is protected in Jesus' precious name, that that is promised to the tither. I thank you, Lord, for sincere protection over our families, over everything they put their hands to, because they're tithers. We give you all the glory for it, and say we have great pleasure in telling you tithers' rights. In Jesus' name, you are rebuked for our sake. Get. Amen. Say it with me, I'm healed. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Say, I'm flourishing in every area of my life. The Lord's taken me higher this year than I've ever been before. The steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter until the end. Not darker and darker. Say, I'm living proof of the blessing. The blessing's on me and working through me and my family right now. We're blessings going somewhere to bless. Amen. Amen. Did you get something out of this message? We love you guys. Thank you for joining our faith. Your faith with ours. Love you. Happy Sunday. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you. We are live on our services too on Facebook and Instagram during the week too if you want to catch up on our midweek service until we have our own building. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. We love you guys. See ya. Bye.